0: Welcome back to OPA podcast episode 68.5 that is right we're going with episode 68.5 because it's so hard to get to that special episode 69 Um, we're only half the crew today it's me Jason along with Soup say hi Soup hi so we're saving that for um, next preview uh, versus Iowa and recapping Michigan as we do have a bye week next week and as Soup always says we always win the bye it's true, we you But uh, to start off, we are recapping the Golden Gophers' victory over Louisiana Lafayette, the raging Cajuns, winning thirty-five to twenty-four last weekend, uh, moving the Gophers to three and two overall. Um, some quick items here. Only Griffin sent us some notes, so we'll go defense and then offense and special teams. All right, soup. Let's do it. Um, so overall. Griffin thought it was a great confidence-boosting game for the defense. Great adjustments by Joe Rossi. Um, defense held their own all season, and it gave the offense a chance to win. Um, but particularly in the second half, where they played almost lights out, except uh, lights up. Towards the end was that second touchdown, but other than that, defense played a pretty solid game. Um, yeah, first
1: drive, not great, but
0: okay. Yeah, uh, I was going for me it was that first drive that was ugly um it's
1: just the classic first drive for us where we just forget how to tackle for the first quarter of the game every game yeah
0: and then um i do
1: have mainly the linebackers the line the so the way the way this defense is designed is is to like kind of like funnel like in the run game because like there's always like these big runs based off like missed tackles and like stuff like that. And I think part of it is because like they're trying to you know keep everything in front of them and your linebackers you know coming and clean up, right? Pretty basic stuff, but we just miss so many tackles early in the game. It's wild.
0: Yeah. Um I'm not sure if it's like the Again, it's like it's it's that first drive because I believe who, who's on the field. So Maverick Baranowski, and who was the other linebacker on the field? I'm bl- I'm blanking on their name, but yeah, poor tackling. Like I've I will say this, like overall I'm very happy that Maverick has been getting better as the season goes on, especially being a young guy. He's in the right spot. Yeah. He's, he's in the right spot.
1: Like most of, if not all of the time, mm-hmm. but the
0: tackling my guy. Yeah. Um, but also on top of that, um, if you're not a Justin Wally or if, or Tyler Newbins not on coverage outside of those two names, and maybe are the transfer Tra- uh, Tra- Trayvon, um. So, like, was it Justin Watson? Uh, what's his first name? Um, Watson, our other defensive back, got torched a lot. Um, by the raging yeah. Cajuns wide receiver core. Uh, like you know, either pressing too hard and he misses the hitch from the on the route with the receiver, or got hella juked Um, that let you know let him get chunk yardage. Um, of over 10 yards i'm not sure if they broke more than that but you get what i mean they broke more than 10 yards per play and especially it was on like a big third down um when like you know there is like a third and 10 situation and that happens so i i think the defense <clears throat> has been better in the past it's just that a lot of young guys just missing tackles or coverages even though joe rossi i do have to give rossi credit though he does put his guys in the best places possible it's just they have to do the to perform on the field when that happens and unfortunately in some cases it did not happen uh i would say maybe would you say the first half and that last drive towards the end of the game per se or um or is that or am i too pissed off about how things went last week
1: no, no I mean even if you just look at the uh the like win probability graph it was like pretty like tilted towards Louisiana Lafayette for the beginning of the game and I think a lot of it was because it was just like we cannot get a stop right now like to start the game. It was very weird. We were like, what is happening? You know what I mean? Like so uh and that's kudos to them. I think they they were very very efficient to start the game and then i think they we adjusted well to second half and then they score a weird touchdown in the fourth quarter on a fourth down play because maverick baronowski misses another tackle on fourth down i mean they would have converted either way but if he makes this tackle it's not a touchdown and you know uh to me it i wasn't sure if it was like uh What was what look the gophers were in like where's that safety on that you know so um other but like that's like a weird one i think you know maybe it's a play where they had had a run in the safety cover zero the guy's blitzed or blocked by somebody right like and he just gets outside and he scores but other than that like the second half was a lot better and uh hello anthony smith good to see you.
0: I and I do want to give a shout out to um as I pulled up the stat, we did get turnovers this game thanks to our oh, yeah. defense as well. Um where is it? Jack Henderson had one. Jack Henderson transfer uh from the same school as um who was
1: He's from Louisiana too. Yeah,
0: from Louisiana Jack Henderson and then there's one more. Oh yeah, Tyler Newbin as well. So both defensive yeah, players. Yeah, that was a nice play by Newbin. Yeah, came in clutch as well. Um, well and I think that's one part of, of picks... why we're
1: seeing more big plays in the passing game. Yeah, is because they're letting Newbin be really aggressive, and I think he's really good at that. But I think teams are like aware of that, and they're they're punishing him for it too. So I think there's a little bit of you know chess match going
0: on between Newbin and between offensive
1: coordinators right now.
0: I mean he he is a difference maker on the field too. So yeah, yeah he's their best player on defense by yeah. far. But um I know we talked about his off air but we have to mention on air soup. Um when is Ja Joyner ever gonna get a holding call?
1: <laughs> yeah I was just doing my rewatch and I posted a screenshot of the end of the game it's like second down of their last drive where they end up scoring that weird fourth down touchdown. And Jaw is just getting, like, hugged and eventually gets tackled after being hugged for 15 yards. And it's just, I don't know what they have to do. With... He has to do it at this point. He's like, because I feel like we were all like, oh, well, he's missing sacks. Like, he's right there, but he's just not getting it. He's not finishing for whatever reason. And I think we're now seeing why he's getting, he's getting like held consistently inside his shoulder pads, like constantly, because uh, they're kind of, he's doing a really good job of containing these mobile quarterbacks. They've played to start the year with like Drake May and, um, and this guy, you know, like they've, they've played some solid mobile quarterback, uh, Jeff Sims in the first game. and, the strategy there is you just kind of like push them back vertically down the field. And as long as you're able to stay inside the offensive tackle, they can't escape. And so he's doing that very well. And then as he transitions to start moving inside and attack the quarterback there, you're just holding on and it just, it, it doesn't look like holding cause it's not the guy coming around the edge and he gets like grabbed by the, by the chest plate and dragged to the ground. Like this is much more, Subtle, and I think that's why it gets it's getting missed so much. But there are ones that are just like really bad that
0: are like, come on, yeah,
1: like when you then ride the guy for fifteen feet and take him to the ground, you know,
0: yeah, and that totally sucks. But hopefully, (laughs) something's got to change. We'll see what happens in the next game. But yeah, this guy, Jaw, Jaw, really needs some needs some help here because he's getting held almost every time. It's it's bad. It's it's just constant for him, and I feel bad. Yeah. Um. Other defensive highlights. Um. Besides, obviously, a hor- like you know, horrific first half. Things got cleaned up, buttoned up. Second, half, and then the last touchdown. I thought it was a good bounce back game for the defense. I think overall, though, just because after that fourth quarter collapse against Northwestern, I think this game. I think. For me, it reinforced that, okay, Joe Rossi, what he is doing to put our players in the best spots on defense mm-hmm. is working. Like, he yeah. knows what he's doing. He, he knows what the talent and guys are There's that a lot of young
1: players out there making young player mistakes. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got your, free, your star free safety that you've given a little more liberty to, which is great, and he deserves it. Teams are just kind of savvy to that and – like punishing punishing him for that specifically a little more and I think you know that's just an uh, adjustment that everybody makes and that's just football right that's just like you know good players and good coaches going at it basically so that's you know something that you're always going to deal with but I I I do think it's a step in the right direction for them I think they really they cannot come out flat this next game they just can't oh definitely not come out flat but I def I, I think they did a good job. They were good against the run again, and they limited explosive plays for the most part, but, um, they can still probably do a better job about that. There's explosive plays that are like due to, you know, people making plays and that happens because, you know, they have good players too, but it's, for us, it's just like coverage breakdowns and missed assignments, missed tackles, like stuff like that. It's like, What's going on right now? And I think that's what's what's aggravating is when you see, like, you know, you have, like, a solid drive. It's, like, you get them um, for, like, no- nothing, like, an incompletion on first down. Second down, they run for, like, three or four yards. It's third and six and seven. And then it's, like, oh, there's 15 yards. It's, like, what? Just, ha- like, why? Mm-hmm.
0: But other than that uh because we can call that a wrap for the defense sure all right moving on the offense I'll start off with Griffin's notes um going down the pecking order here he thought Ethan a quarterback stayed efficient this game which helps with his confidence uh did not like that int before the um end of the first half going on from there running back def continues to be a uh, continues to be, um, a worth for us especially with DT Darius Taylor being out Uh Zach Evans Sean Tyler and Bryce Williams carrying the load being uh the running back carousel that we have did well and a shout out to Zach Evans getting a uh, big 10 freshman of the week which if you think about it um with Darius Taylor getting it for three weeks straight this is now the fourth week the Gophers have held that um or freshman or, or for a freshman yeah so big kudos to that um and then moving up from there uh Griffin really liked the which is his big, big thing on the offense was actually converting touchdowns in the red zone no field goals or or going out with no points which is really amazing and keeping us out of close games and then uh the o line doing uh their their job to you know win at the line of scrimmage and allow our backs to do what they want to do but um we can dissect that more but um i I just have to say it i think when dt is healthy and us and hoping he's back for michigan here i think dt and ze zach evans i think is our pair and i hate to say it but i think sean tyler he's a spare but he's more of a gadget as you mentioned the past soup a very gadgety running back and and we'll
1: get get to Sean Tyler Sean Tyler should be getting plenty of more touches on on special teams
0: yeah but um I'm really happy with what our running backs did though honestly like I was worried because Darius Taylor was out but then getting to see Zach Evans on the field doing what what PJ and the staff has been praising about him the last two years finally amazing to see that happen um, bryce williams actually gained some touches was amazing too like he's essentially the elder statesman in that running back room and just like you know being able to convert fourth downs and you know or uh, converting first downs in general just so he can eat the help us eat the clock and stuff running bryce, classic PT's bryce has
1: football. a role on this team but um i think he should be rb3 and sean mm-hmm. tyler should be like your special teams guy Okay. We can we can get to why later, but I think Sean Tyler be, should be your kick returner and your punt returner if he can catch punts. Mm-hmm. But if he can't catch punts, it should be anyone not
0: named Redding. <laughs> um, we'll get to that so. in a moment. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I really like what the running backs did this game. Like, oh very yeah, strong I agree.
1: Yeah, that, that touchdown run by Zach Evans was, was very nice. It's a... You know, the Gophers, as we lament, run so much inside zone, and then they start running some outside zone with Zach Evans, and he really looked comfortable running outside zone. Um, I don't think you can, uh, you know, I think the cat is out of the bag on Zach Evans, and I don't know how you don't play a mix of both him and Darius Taylor when... They get back when 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 he gets back to keep both of them healthy. But obviously, you know Taylor is your one. But now you have a like just let Zach Evans be your two, and Bryce Williams can be your three, and like pass protector if you really, really need him to be. And and sh- let Sean Tyler go be your special teams ace. He has we can get there. But like I really think that solves like this issue for you.
0: Mm-hmm. And then if you think about it, even though we like Sean Tyler as more of the special teams ace he is still a gadgety running back kind of it reminds me of Cordero Patterson later in his career and I think he's still doing that like with the Patriots and Falcons being that gadgety sure. guy on the offense as well so from I'm, a
1: role perspective yeah Sean Tyler's like
0: a very like small back though yeah. so I'm really liking that but then going on from there um Ethan had an efficient game clean as I think best we can have besides that I thought was a bone I think you guys saw it too well at the game it was a boneheaded into coverage forcing a ball down the field which wasn't yeah that was
1: like him trying to fit the ball in between the safety over the top and the linebacker but he just left he just left way too much on it and he lofted it way too much and like you need to that's that's the that's like that deep high throw is like for outside the numbers you know like this, this is like up there too long and it just hits the guy in the chest. You know what I mean? It's like so easy for them to catch too. And I think that one's just like an oops. Yeah, let's not do that again. Moving on. Um,
0: I do have one bone to pick. I don't know if it's just like being, me being nitpicky at this point as well. Well, actually we're always nitpicky about every game, no matter if it's good or bad. Um, but I was not happy with how that last drive for the gophers before halftime was going
1: yeah that was really lame
0: yeah like um i heard some of the boos that come through the tv broadcast was it more prevalent when you were there soup
1: uh i mean i don't think it was that bad Mm. like people were just like oh boo you know
0: like come on (laughs) like at least try and score yeah because like I was watching it. Um, I think my girlfriend was like, "Like, what are you getting angry about?" I'm like, "They're just letting forty. They just let forty seconds of the clock eat away, and we have like what a minute and thirty, minute twenty left in the half to not only score points, but so not only to increase his lead, but also get the ball back at halftime."
1: Yeah, you can double dip. Yeah, and they just don't do it and they just decide not to do it but they do it against like unc you know what i mean like i think they'll do it it against michigan but like why not try it here like it's much it's much lower stakes here like this is great reps for your young quarterback to let him push the ball down the field in the two-minute situation
0: but i mean didn't he like just throw the pick too so yeah like he threw the pick i think with like a minute 17 left on the clock um or something like that but That's something I would. I would. I don't know if you would agree, but I think I would pin that on PJ. Like, I mean, it's a bad pick. Yeah. That, too, a bad pick with how he forced the ball down. But I just think overall, the, the drive overall from like the poor you know, no, it's, no it's, hurry-up situation for the last two minutes, like, you know, two-minute drill situation to then throwing a pick down the field, which yeah. is a bad drive.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, not not running your two-minute drill is, is, like, what we're more upset about. You know what I mean? Like, we're like we're both more upset about, like, it's just bad situational football. It's just not smart. It's really good reps for your young quarterback. Yeah, he threw a pick, but, like, a- Ethan only gets, like, 14 to 18 throws a game. You know what I mean? It's, like... Every throw for him is like you have to have it, and I think people are forgetting. There's like two or three PIs in here for like, probably a total of seventy yards more. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, like he they had some bombs get interfered with that I think receivers had plays on the ball. So, you know, like I just I they they just need to let him throw like let just like. I think they understand what he's good at and they're slowly kind of ramping him up right now. And I just want to see like more like of the easy stuff for him. You know what I mean? Like two to three yard shallow crossers or spot routes to Brevin or, you know, like Elijah Spencer just running like a mesh concept across this field, field with d jacks. like scheme so up you know, some like easy completions for him that are basically runs like but not behind the line of scrimmage and just let him like stay in rhythm that way because i think right now you're asking like you're still asking every throw of his to be impactful and you're not leaving him any room to like make mistakes you know what i mean he's gonna make mistakes you know that about him that's who he is like that's okay he's young like that'll get better but like The upside of like letting him cook basically is is there like that fourth down is so good he 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 has gotten much better, and I know this was a concern that Griffin had at the at, uh towards the start of the season is just like Athan's ball fake being like not lazy but just like also not that good. It's gotten a lot better and it was good and impactful in this yep. game. Like when they score this touchdown to put the game away, it is a really good. It is a much better fake than it's been.
0: And I will say this too from the TV broadcast. Oh yeah. Um, I think you watched the two soup, the times when it's fourth down and you're low, and you're seeing Ethan yelling at the sideline to say, "Hey, let's do this. Let's go for it." Like yeah,
1: being... I think that's a significant moment too. Yeah. I think them getting a touchdown on a fourth down like that is a significant moment, and they went forward on fourth down earlier in the game too, but it was just like a weird wildcat play call for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I think I think the play calling has gotten a lot better. I think they're start. I think they figured out like a. I think they're scratching at this at at something here with Aethan. I think they're kind of figuring out what they like to do together. And I feel the, the chemistry, I think, is starting to get there with these two. And I think they really are just going to have to it, let it loose this game. And it's going to be very is, interesting. Is we're talking
0: about uh, Coach Harbo, um, yeah, offensive – co-offensive coordinator who's up in the booth and quarterbacks coach. So that's who we're talking about, and, by the way. <laughs>
1: and he's the, the primary play caller too.
0: Yep. I, w- I do agree with that. Play calling has gotten a lot better. Um, suiting more towards his strengths, but I think we gotta unload everything that we know this offense can be good at for Michigan, just because they have a very very good defense that's coming up. But I know I'm yeah thinking, they have no choice here. That's that's yeah.
1: why I'm excited. They have they have but no choice to do it. Yep, and it's at home, too. So, um, I'm I'm
0: hearing I'm hearing sellout. Is what I'm hearing. Ooh, I like that. Um, before we move on to Michigan, Um, I want to touch special teams and I wish Wyatt was here to talk more about it. (laughs) He was just as pissed as all of us were as well. Um, First off, uh, when we talk about special teams, I'm keeping Dragon Kesich out of this conversation Because he has not been a problem. Special teams
1: asterisk Dragon (laughs) Kesich.
0: Yeah, we love you. So first off, keep doing your thing. On the uh, first uh, or the first kickoff to for the Gophers to receive. Fucking Quentin Redding. (sighs) It's
1: it's honestly just it's comical at this point, right? Like, it is just absolutely comical at this point
0: it's uh, for our listeners. If you need a recap and I, I know you, some of our listeners and viewers don't want to rehear this, but uh, let's see. I think Quinton was on our three to four yard, three, four yard line ish. Uh, there he fields the ball, but then proceeds a ball, a ball that was clearly going out of bounds. Yep. He catches it, goes out of bounds, which essentially sets our offense up on the four yard on our four yard line. And then we punt and everyone gets mad. And I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> like... like, that's expected. <laughs> um, so, yeah, very poor field position. I know PJ ripped it on him um, on the broadcast. Sure, but PJ, but, PJ keeps putting him back in. Yeah, out he there. kept putting him back in. I was like, this is where the, here's the Sean Tyler moment that we want. He has experience in the return game back at Western Michigan and how he, he has touchdowns yes, multiple touchdowns and he's a very he's a, he's a smaller
1: fast dude and he's not getting any he's not getting as many touches in your offense right now. I'm sure they'll find a way to get him the football yeah but but he's not getting that many right now and he probably won't with the emergence of Zach Evans and Darius Taylor
0: and I think that's your perfect moment because right now if your parent of spare is uh DT ZE and Bryce then Sean is like your is the is the guy that's
1: without even mentioning like Daniel Jackson is just so good and Elijah or Corey Crooms looks uh dependable out there too
0: so I don't know why uh, if it's PJ like say like he's uh, he's like you know a great player uh, off the field like okay great but he is not performing. He has to made the level. too
1: many mistakes that have hurt you.
0: Yes, that have hurt
1: your football team. You preach all this accountability, like you preach all of this accountability, and you just, you just don't. You know what I, Like, what? Why is it with what is it with special special teams is like the only part of this team, including the coach, with just no accountability? Yeah, which is so weird.
0: Yeah, and I will say this too. Um, with the end, of, towards the end of the game, where um the raging Cajuns did that onside kick, um kudos to Bryce Coleman, who was who very far from that football to recover that onside kick. Uh, so I do have to give him credit, but back to I don't know, I feel like <laughs> special teams has been like a shit show, not shit show, but like. could you try again hey i'm so pissed off that like siri responds on my apple watch um (laughs) i don't know this special teams just pisses me off and (laughs) after there's no reason it should
1: be this like this like they don't try and do anything else which is annoying it's like why why have we not even tried sean tyler back there on kicker punt return or like Corey crooms or elijah spencer punt return like somebody Christian yeah, Hoskins um, what does Christian Hoskins have to do for a touch
0: yeah I don't know but something's gotta happen like for me can, I think... can
1: nobody else catch the ball is that the problem <laughs> like can, if everybody else just gonna like take it off the chest all game what is happening
0: yeah but for me I want Redding benched he's in the dog it house. needs
1: to happen it it It's crazy. Sean Tyler fumbles the ball twice. Nothing bad happens to you. And he cannot and he hasn't seen the field. Yeah. In in two games, three games. Uh Quentin Redding makes multiple plays per game that hurt you, including the one against Northwestern, which probably loses you the game. Oh yeah, in the end zone (laughs) auto. The touchback probably loses you the game. I don't know how they get out of their own end zone. You know?
0: Mm -hmm. But yeah. Okay. We're done with special teams. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Uh, We will be previewing our next game. So this Saturday, Um, the Golden Gophers will be facing the Michigan Wolverines, currently number two in the AP poll. Also at five and zero for the Little Brown Jug robbery trophy. Um, all I can say is Michigan is looking very very good. Um, oh, they look scary. Yeah,
1: it looks very scary. I think is the word.
0: Yeah. Or um, I will say this: my uh, my manager uh, at my workplace is uh, is a Michigan fan. And uh they said, Yeah, we whooping butt. And I was like, Yep, you guys are. <laughs> I I uh Sure. But uh going on from there, um JJ McCarthy is their starting quarterback. He was their quarterback last season who brought him to the um uh playoffs for college football. He is currently at eighty three one oh five passing thousand seventy-one yards, ten touchdowns to three interceptions, um, led by running back room Blake Corum, who returned back for this season. He's at seventy-four carries for four hundred and twenty-five yards with nine tutties um, this season. Uh, and then their defense, I believe, returns like six, seven, eight starters from last season as well. So um, very, very good. Just some some overall stats. Um, their offense has a uh, average total yards of 411 yards and yeah. then defense has only allowed 245.8 yards a game. And they like I said they're 5 and 0 winning against ECU, UNLV, BGSU and then in Big 10 play um beating Rutgers and Nebraska um by a huge margin. Like they if you look at the the w- the results from each game, each team they played only had seven points or under. So, very very scary team coming up here. Yeah, and the betting odds if 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 the, any of, any of those who are betting kind of people, the line is at a minus nineteen for Michigan. Uh, over under is at forty six. And it's gonna be some cool weather coming up. From the looks of it, around 50, 60s coming up for the weekend. Ooh, that'll be nice. So,
1: um, I, I think... did see an interesting stat about what you said about Michigan, mm-hmm. though. I just found it. Uh, it said this is the first time Michigan football has started five and zero, with all five wins coming by at least twenty four points since nineteen mm-hmm. so oh four.
0: Nineteen oh four. So they are on a heater right now too and this is also the same team where well i believe jim harbaugh was on a school self-imposed was a three-game suspension is that right yeah non-conference suspension yeah
1: i think that it's really interesting to look at these teams like offensive and uh defensive like epa so like their total offensive epa ours is ours is six theirs is 56 and it's basically the same for defense too ours is negative six which is actually like top 60 like that's fine that's pretty good and then they're 11th with negative 52
0: Oh boy! (laughs) Yeah,
1: so they are they're playing
0: very very well right now. Very very well. That I don't know this so much, but also very so little that we can talk about. But I think since we are Golden Gophers pocket, I think we should cover. I think probably keys of the game for us to get upset. Um, Let's start an offense. Oh yeah, no, we're
1: we're putting them on upset alert. Don't worry.
0: So. We're going
1: to work. I, I really want to see us hang around and see what, <laughs> and just see what happens. Yeah.
0: But first of all, offense, we chimed about, we pre, we, you know, privy did it a little earlier. This is the game where Greg Harbo better unload everything on the offense. Everything that we are fucking good at to make this like, you know, a game that we can win because this defense is very strong that D-line is ferocious. You have a very experienced defensive backfield as well. Um, and this is a game where...
1: I... This is a team that could compete for a national title, right? That's mm-hmm. the goal
0: Yep, for them. And I think this is the kind of game where... Um, you have to get creative, like you know. We mentioned those things earlier in the podcast. Here, soup, but you know, try to give a anything easy completions and throws. But also, I think we also got to go to what been has been PJ's offense bread and butter, which is the RPO game as well. Because um, we haven't really seen a lot of that. We usually seen seen a lot with Kirk Shiraka, who was his OC, who happened to also lost with Rutgers um, two Kirk weeks is, ago. Kirk is cooking though. <laughs> I know. He's cooking. He is. Um, but no, this is the game that I, I think we got to unleash everything. Like there's, there's nothing, like if there's, I don't want to see a vanilla play call (laughs) this game, (laughs) if that makes sense. And we need Cody Lindenberg so bad. Yes. Uh, any news, actually speaking of that, um, we digress, but any news on Crab? Because
1: I'm just saying if we, I, I wouldn't worry about Crab. He's really not seeing many, if any, relevant.
0: But yeah, Cody Lindenberg.
1: Well, I want him to get healthy, and that's I think the priority for him right now too. Mm-hmm. So, and they have like Lemkei might be might be hurt for a little bit.
0: So yeah, that was a not, yeah. He got rolled up on pretty bad that last game yeah, too. Yeah,
1: he might be he might be hurt. So like, but I think Chris still needs
0: a little more time.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know. It's. Oh, sorry. I'm getting attacked by a kitten here.
0: What were you saying? <laughs> uh, I wasn't saying anything, but I think this is a game where you want. I think we should see all of our star power on oh, the yeah. offense. Oh yeah, like yeah, if the you're the backs, offense.
1: You're emptying the clip.
0: Right. Yep. Like inside zone, outside zone, anything to help the running backs out against this really, really good rushing defense. Um, also, like just let him, let him, let
1: Aiden rip it. Just let him go. Yeah. Because you're not, you got no chance of winning if he's not gonna do that. Yeah. So you either let him try, or, like,
0: who's our fastest receiver in that room? Crooms. This Christian
1: Hoskins, technically. Hoskins.
0: But, just have him like, ye- like just book it down the field on on that um, vertical route and just, yeah. just sling it. <laughs> yeah. I think.
1: I think this. I think they've got something up their sleeve for sure. I think you're gonna see some stuff. Um defense I think you'll see them working some concepts that they liked from last game and, and stuff that they know Ethan's good at but I think you'll see some like fun wrinkles
0: oh definitely Um while we're j- how, how about jumble everything a lot of things here defense obviously we chimed in about Cody Lindenberg we're hoping he's back <laughs> you know the leader I have no idea no idea what's defense. going there but we need we need someone to tackle Blake
1: Corum because if you yeah. don't do that, he's going to hurt you. Like it, like he's... if you miss these tackles in the run game on him, he's you are going to get punished. You were <laughs> so uh,
0: hella punished though. Uh, ho- hopefully, Joe Rossi's coming up with an amazing game plan, but also they've been
1: pretty solid against the run for the most part. But they've given up explosive plays for touchdowns. Yeah, and it's that like. Blake Corum is going to do that to you multiple times
0: if you let him.
1: Mhm. this is easily the best back they've faced in a while. So
0: Oh, definitely. He is the best back, I think, so far. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Like he's you could make an argument he's the best in college, right? Like yep. it's it's going to be very interesting to see if if those missed tackles end up really really hurting
0: yeah, so looking at you linebackers. <laughs>
1: yeah, please.
0: Um, And then obviously special teams don't want to see Redding on the return game. Give us Sean Tyler or someone else. <laughs> please. I th- but yeah,
1: I think like, yeah, but you like the philosophy of like, you want JJ to beat you. Like let JJ beat you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You're like, let Tyler Newbin, Justin Wally, Jack Henderson. You've got a good DB room. Let him go. Like they'll be good, man on man. Yeah, well, maybe not. Maybe not man, all <laughs> man. But no. like, I th- don't th- let them make plays for you, and just worry about you know. I think they're really going to be focused on making sure they stuff the run this week. Mm-hmm. But we're going to need like I think multiple picks.
0: Yep. But also, I see a game scenario where points. Are going to be hard to come by especially against this michigan defense so if we can get into field goal range for dragon's leg defensive touchdown give it to me <laughs> oh that too but i think yeah, if we get one. to uh, situations where like you know offense gets stunted but we're on like the third like 30 yard line or something like that you know something that yeah. dragon can kick we'll take that too because so far he's been very accurate for us all season and he has the big leg. I think it's so, so
1: it's so situational. I think they trust him inside of like 55 basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so situational though. Cause if it's like fourth and short and you're on their 40 or something, go, go for it early yeah. in the game. You know what I mean? Like yep. go for the, go for the touchdown, like yep. come like fourth and two or three. Like if you've, been ha- if you've had success and you've come this far just do it like let's let's go you know yeah i would understand obviously taking the points like i'm f- at the end of the day everybody's fine with the field goal but i think you just want to see the philosophy of like going after it and not like like this is not one of those teams that you have to be scared you're going to be scared to be you know what i mean like you have to like you have to beat this team. And I like, are they going to like, like that's if they ever have a chance to put them away. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's just about the mentality of like going and doing it instead of being like, well, let's make sure nothing bad happens. And hopefully we come out on top. It's like, no, like let's, let's do this thing you know like let's let's really get after it and i would lo- i need to see that mentality like right away oh
0: for sure and also it's a night game too Six thirty p.m kickoff on NPC. um it's gonna be a fun time but yeah it's gonna be a very tough game but also a fun game i am excited to see what the boys can put on the field but um is there anything else you want to mention about this uh rivalry game coming up for our boys
1: i would love to see darius taylor healthy that would be nice
0: oh me too uh hopefully he gets back in time for the games to see him and zach evans just lead the way on the running backs for the offense but um let's get on to predictions then so preseason, i said dub feeling good about that one feeling good about it still upset uh, I say the Gophers win 28-25. You're such a mad lad. I love it. <laughs> and here's my scenario. Do you remember in 2015 when Michigan um, fumbles the snap to punt the ball away because Michigan State in 2015? That still yes. lives vicariously in my head. So I'm calling it we are down – by four so it's 21 25 sure Michigan messes messes up the snap we pick up special teams redeems itself by picking up the the ball run into the end zone we win 20 25 again that's very cuckoo sure. me but I why I'm, don't I'm drinking but that Kool-Aid
1: <laughs> why don't you do it for the field goal instead because then it'll be like App State instead and it hasn't happened in a while and then it'll be like another. You had an, a punt that everybody's remembering, and then oh, now you have another kick that you're remembering, and then you could start replaying all the app state ones. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. See, so if you're writing the script that way, I would go with the kick. I think the kick. I think in like a tie game, with like time expiring, the Gophers block of, you know, they they uh everybody like grabs Quentin Redding and like throws him over the pile, <laughs> and he intercepts the kick in midair. And runs it back for a touchdown with no time on the clock. There you go. (laughs) That's that's how. There you go. That's if I'm writing the script for you. That's I think I think we
0: should. I'm okay with with that. But yeah, I am sticking with to my preseason prediction and that we win 28-25. So yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, I'm gonna go Michigan 31 Gophers, like 20. I don't know.
0: Okay. Thirty one twenty, sure. So you're not having Michigan cover that spread. No.
1: I think we'll keep it close, and we just won't be able to keep up once they fr- finally kind of break loose.
0: Um, if I had to be the pest, like you know look, going back like not like you know I I was high and lofty, but that will win. But if I see it as losing, it is like kind of like what the Rutgers game two weeks ago. Where Michigan and Rutgers were pretty close throughout ha- the first half. Yeah, I saw that. And then like it just, you know, I totally, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, gave it up a second half, which I could see the Gophers doing. But then with how the defense has been playing, that'll definitely
1: them, like, be how like both of us want the game to start is yeah. for like it to just stay close. But in the second half, like, like if we keep that if we just don't keep them from pulling away, I don't think, I don't think like I'm not sure what they'll do about having to score points in a hurry
0: yeah because i think looking I think at you're at gonna it, have to put
1: up more than 20 to win this game and i just don't think they will
0: yeah that that could happen but cool so for those uh planning to go as soup mentioned is looking like a sellout so good luck trying to find tickets but like I mentioned earlier, this is gonna be uh, a, a night game, six thirty. A night game on NBC. Yep, and NBC. So if you're watching a TV on NBC, if you're at the game, um, enjoy the time. Come in for some tailgating. Soup will be there. <laughs> yes, I will. Uh, have a good time. And, Had a great um, time with Griffin. True. He uh, did he take any shotguns or shots? <laughs> I don't recall. All right. But yeah, everyone enjoy the game Uh, this Saturday. We will return in two weeks. Um, So again, like I said, after this game this Saturday, we'll have the bye. So no podcast. And then we'll return the week after that to recap the Michigan game and then preview another rivalry game against the Iowa Hawkeyes for the Florida Rosedale for the official episode 69. because we had to put on oh
1: that's iron. perfect yeah that's perfect actually
0: so have a great time everyone we'll talk to you soon and uh wrote about skyama go gophers